right, welcome to Podcast Idea episode 10. 10. Finally hitting double digits. Double digits, it is. All right, today um, we're just going to talk a little bit about some of the topics I spoke about in the last podcast, podcast number nine, that I was alone. I want to discuss some things with David that I talked about before. And we're going to look at some news stories as well that we found interesting and we were just like looking at. All right, to start off with, I want to look at or talk about Emotional Intelligence, the book that I was talking about last podcast. And um, you haven't watched the last podcast yet, right? No, I haven't. Okay, so um, just a quick recap. It's a book about emotional intelligence, which is pretty much um, how you deal with other people and, um, and how you deal with your own emotions as well. So five things that I, I, they talk about in the book. I actually wrote four. No, yeah, it's five. Okay. Self-awareness, self-regulation, internal motivation, empathy, and social skill. So I think we can go through them just uh, step by step mm-hmm. and just discuss it. Okay. All right. Self-awareness. I'll just tell you what it's about and then okay. you tell me your opinion. Yeah. All right. Self-awareness is pretty much how, um, being aware and knowing how to deal with your own emotions, own internal emotions. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. So... How do you think that's relevant? How do you think that's a good thing to know how to do? And uh, why do you think you talk about it in the book? I think it's very important, especially in life. Um, also, like when we're working with stuff, for example, business school, I think it's very important to be able to control your emotions to, you know, a lot of people, friends of mine, people I know are like, well, like sad, you know, <laughs> when okay. it comes to school and stuff, they... They feel that it's very stressful, too mm-hmm. much stress, you know, that they can't handle. And, you know, it's kind of sad to see them, you know. It's like kind of, yeah, basically be sad because of school, like all the assignments and stuff. Yeah. So I think it's very important to be able to control your emotions. Um, and know what when you're feeling what. Exactly, well, right? exactly. And know what to do as well. I think a good example is like when you're, if you have a short temper, for example. Mm-hmm. I, I used to have a very short one. Uh, and uh, you realize you're actually angry, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes you can actually even, because you realized, you can stop it as well. So I feel like that's very important, especially if you're uh, in a discussion, for example, and you're getting angry and you realize, hey, I am getting getting angry. Let me step back a bit and think about this. Is it worth it, right? Mm-hmm. Also, self-awareness, uh, as a general term, not just an emotion, I feel like it's very important for us to uh, reach that as in uh, knowing what we are good at, what we like to do, and that actually really helps us in our careers and pretty much defining a path for our lives. Anything else on that? No? I agree. I agree. Yeah? Career? Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, it's... You know, it's about life, you know, everything you do in life, you know, some stuff um, are, you know, stressful, more stressful than others. And I think it's very important to be able to, you know, handle it and not, it doesn't come out of control. All right. Talking about control. The next one, wait, next one, self-regulation. Mm-hmm. 
so well pretty self-explanatory but it's about how um if you you're able to regulate temptations and like um stuff that for example you have a deadline mm -hmm. and you're tempted to play video games instead yeah right and knowing how far you can do that mm -hmm. or um when to do what and regulate yourself and being aware of that as well so it has to do with self-awareness as well can you give a maybe you can give me an example where you maybe you needed that and you um, didn't yeah for example dieting cravings dieting yeah and stuff <laughs> you know when you're on a diet it's easy to you know have cravings <laughs> yeah of course to for example it's like yeah, I want to eat like ice cream or whatever, you know. Sure. But you know, you can't because you have to watch the calories or whatever. Yeah, um, self-regulate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's an example. Okay, and have you? Can you give me an example where you failed to do that? Um, for example, dieting. Yeah, as well. Or you know, procrastination as well. Okay. You know, deadlines and stuff. It's like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> sure. You know. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Those okay. Are yeah. All right. Uh, the next one here is pretty interesting because I the last podcast, I just cited them, mm -hmm. but I didn't really go in, in depth. And uh, I want to go in depth into this one, internal motivation, which is something that um, in the article I read about the book, they talk about how uh, Daniel Goldman, the, the author, uh, defines uh, internal motivation as something that or a type of motivation that actually is to do with your passion and is a motivation um, stemming from the want to be successful and not just in material ways. So not just wanting money or material rewards, but actually wanting uh, to fulfill your goal and your passion, for example, mm -hmm. right? Okay, I kind of mumbled on that a little bit, but pretty much seeking um, the journey, not the reward in that. I think we've spoken about that a little bit in the podcast before. What do you think? Do you think I mean, that money should be the ultimate goal or it depends or it doesn't depend at all? I mean, it depends. I think some people, it's like, okay, you, you have a goal. It's like, what do you be? What do you want to be when you grow up? It's like, yeah, I want to be a millionaire, you know? Mm. It's like, okay. And then there's always a question. It's like, how much does money drive you? You know? It's like, how much motivation do you... If you get a lot of motivation, it's like, I want to be rich, you know? That's my goal in life. Then sure, you know, that's that's motivation for you right there. But I think motivation from passion, as you mm. said... I think that's the most important and the one I can relate to at least. Yeah. Things I like to do, that's it's 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 easy to uh, to become motivated when you do the things you do, things you're passionate about. Cuz the author's argument is that um, money is not good enough of a motivation to mm -hmm. drive you to to do that. Mm -hmm. So um I mean, I another could... term for it would be like happiness. Uh -huh. Happiness yeah, yeah, is yeah. better. Okay, I I could see people you know, chasing money. Yeah. yeah. As a motivation. Like we, we see it. Yeah. yeah, but it depends. You know, a lot of people are just thinking about the like the end goal. So like, yeah, it's cool to be rich, you know, it's like you have a lot of money, you can do whatever you want, you know? It's a chill life. 
But on the other hand, you know, there's a journey, a long journey to get there. And you need to enjoy the journey as well. Yeah, because you can get a job that will render you miserable mm -hmm. and get you millions. Mm -hmm. But then again, you're miserable. Mm -hmm. Do you want that? No. And, but some people, when they think about it, yeah, it's it's money. I'll get it in the end. It's mm -hmm. fine, right? But if they don't enjoy it, either they won't do it, or if they do do it, they won't be happy. Yeah. Or, uh, well, I like to not just say happiness, because sure, happiness is a, a term that everyone understands and all. But I feel like it's very mundane. Uh, another way to say it could be just fulfillment right mm -hmm. self-fulfillment having that sense that you accomplished something i feel like that's even stronger but sure you can call it happiness and uh i feel like you need both mm -hmm. right the fourth one empathy empathy do you know what it is yeah yeah or empathy towards what other people empathy okay. is um pretty much being able to relate your feelings to other people's feelings and not only because like when you're sympathetic, mm -hmm. it's more that you pity someone. So you feel bad for them. But when you're em empathetic, you put yourself in their shoes and you're like, hey, I understand what you're going mm -hmm. through. Uh, because I've, I, I've done that, for example. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is a very valuable way of dealing with problems with other people, mm -hmm. especially if you're managing people as well. Mm -hmm. So applications, what yeah. do you think? I mean, empathy. I, I love empathetic people. Sure. <laughs> like what you yeah, said, yeah, yeah. if you can put yourself in like someone else's shoes and it's like, yeah, you know, I've done this or like have been in a similar situation. It's like, it's cool because otherwise if people, you know, can't relate and stuff or just choose not to, it's like, yeah, it's like, I guess it's your problem, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. You know, thanks for the help. But um, I think showing empathy towards other people is very important in life. Um think will i think people will like you because of that sure um yeah but do you think that your end goal should be for people to like you N not necessarily okay i think you should have empathy mm -hmm. and then that could help in yeah. uh, definitely or in my opinion at least um if people are more empathetic towards me i tend to like them more sure so I guess, yeah, I guess if you're more empathetic, you're more likable, in my opinion, at least in my eyes. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? I, I do. I, I feel like empathy and kindness are very valuable tools mm -hmm. when dealing with people and when making good relationships to um, help you and help the other person as well reach better goals, right? Because mm -hmm. we, uh, I don't remember if we talked about altruism and stuff before in the podcast yeah, we did we did right um and i feel like uh one way to look at it is through the lens that if you're helping someone even if you are totally concentrated on that mm -hmm. right you're just helping that person you're just being kind you're just being empathetic in the end because that person will succeed uh you will succeed with them just because you help them, right? Even if it's just mentally, it will motivate you to be better as well, right? So it's all about, it's uh, it's a bigger picture. And it's not only about 
just helping people or just about the other person. It's about everybody, mm -hmm. I feel like. And um, being empathetic and being kind is just a tool to, to get there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and but I don't think that the goal should be, hey, I want everybody to like me. Yeah. Because that's impossible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? I agree. But I think it's... You're more likable if you're empathetic. I think no, my course. goal or like a goal I have is to be empathetic. And then, yeah, I guess it comes with that people yeah, tend to it, like you more. It's better than being sympathetic mm -hmm. from everything that I've heard around. All right. That's another one. Uh, last one, social skill. And uh, if I remember well, this one was more about how you actually deal with people and when to talk to people and when to like... Uh, and how to talk to people in social settings or social settings exactly and uh i i remember it was a it was a great sentence but i forgot now from the article uh how they explained it but it's it's pretty much how you deal with people and relationships and uh how you use those tools like empathy before mm -hmm. and um uh how you can deal with other people's emotions as well mm -hmm. because this is all about emotional intelligence yeah. right so in in short, it's very important because you you can help people help you, mm -hmm. right? And you can build relationships that help everybody. Yeah, and I think all these points that you've mentioned are are very important mm -hmm. to uh, to think about. And social skills, I think, is very important as well uh, because people uh, they have emotions, right? And it's not always like the like for example in 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 business it's not always like the results you have to look at maybe it's like someone it's like you know i don't know like their dog died or something you know and they're feeling True. bad about it you know they have a bad day there's always emotional side of people and i think you need to take that into consideration mm -hmm. and i think it's good if you have good social skills um and be able to handle those situations yeah but not only managing people um uh, one thing that's very important as well is like social networking not mm -hmm. not in the in the digital sense but mm -hmm. i mean uh more on the social sense right meeting new people mm -hmm. and uh meeting people through people if you are likable if you're empathetic for example you tend to be likable and you tend to meet more people because they like you as well mm -hmm. right and and you're not doing that because you want people to like you but you're doing that because you're trying to build a network and you try mm -hmm. to build a message for example or trying to reach a goal with everybody else right yeah. <laughs> cool all right uh the last point i want to touch on from the last podcast was this uh ace of hearts quote conclusion that i talked about do you know what i mean no no uh what i did with the store was that um because um i, I pretty much froze it right I, uh, it's still online, everything. I have everything saved. You can go on the website, it's all there, but you can't order any new products because uh, I just took that channel away because it's a little cheaper for me to keep it every month running. The, sh the shirts are still there. I have uh, a little, probably a little over half of the stock left. And um, well, I pretty much discussed how, how it went. How uh, what I learned from it and what I what I would do differently as well. So like with the shirts, the main idea wasn't just to 
get a profit, right? Uh, because it's merchandising. It's um, also for advertising and marketing. Because people, when people wear it, other people see it, and then other people want it as well, right? And the idea was to make uh, another product, like a playing card afterwards. Um, but because I didn't get there, I didn't continue. So yeah, uh, it was pretty much just a conclusion to that chapter. I, I'm not done yet. I wouldn't say I'm completely done with the store. But I would say that uh, I have frozen it mm -hmm. for now. For now, at least. What do you think about that? Because you also have your own store. In, yeah, I have my own that. store as well. And um, we have the same, uh, what's it, platform? Yeah, Shopify. Yeah, Shopify. Um, we're on the same platform, so there is also an option for me to freeze it. And um, yeah, I mean, if, I guess, so what's the reason to, like, why did you fr freeze it? Like, what's the... Well, because you pay a certain amount of money per month mm -hmm. to keep it on, right? And if you freeze it mm -hmm. or you uh, take away the sales channel, you pay a little less. Yeah, it was not profitable. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, that's a good idea. If you, like, if you want to keep it. And I think it's always fun to have something, even if you don't make a profit, you know? I think sure. it's fun to, and I think... No, it was good to... For me, I feel like the conclusion that I reached was that it was very good, and I can call it a success, because mm -hmm. I learned so much from it, and I did so much with it. But at the same time, uh, in an economic pers perspective, it was, it was a failure, mm -hmm. Because I didn't make uh, that much of a profit mm -hmm. at all, right? Yeah, I so, got you. Uh, I guess that's uh, also an interesting conversation on if you should do this type of thing for a profit and how much patience do you have to have as well. Mm -hmm. Because after a point, I felt like I, I did not want to stop making new projects or anything like that. I wanted to continue. I wanted to make more. But I went to stop with the store because that type of project didn't interest me as much as, for example, now uh, I'm looking into more like service-based things mm -hmm. that uh, I feel like are more interesting to me right now at this moment. So I, I, I feel like it's like that lazy conversation again. Like because I got lazy, uh, I realized I, I just didn't like it as much anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's not business in general. It's It was just a store. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Yeah, no. I mean, as I said, I think it's a good idea. You know, if, if you see it's not profitable and you still want to keep it going, like in some way. Um, so that could be an option, you know. But do you think of making a profit is, should be the only goal? I don't think it should be the only goal. And I mean, if you freeze it, you can make a profit, right? And I think the only reason you're still having it is because... You want to have it. You don't want to like delete it. You know, yeah, like take the, it away. No, not yet. At or, least. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. If if um, if we decide, me and my mm -hmm. friend or business partner or whatever sure. you want to call him, sure, um, decide upon the same thing. That could be an option to freeze it. Mm -hmm. Still have it there because I mean you can still see it and it's still there. You know, you don't take it away. Because it was still like a fun project. We learned yeah, a lot from it as well. Of course, of course. Um, but I think it's always fun to have something, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. But I feel like um, one thing that is kind of in my head is that it feels like I'm quitting, but at the same time, I'm not at all mm-hmm. because I'm doing all this other stuff, include, including this podcast as well, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like it's just uh, a first step to mm-hmm. get there. I, I might be freezing the store and I might even close it down soon, right? But at the same time, all my other projects are still ongoing and uh, I'm making new ones uh, and I'm having new ideas every day. So I don't feel like it's that much of an issue uh, as long as I'm happy with that process, that process of uh, opening and closing down mm-hmm. and all of that. So it's not like I'm quitting business at all. It's just that this idea, I feel like uh, because it was the first one, it wasn't as well executed either. One other thing I touched on before you you can answer I also talked about this um, concept that I heard that I, I told you about before, which is expressing the goal of a business in only like one sentence, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like I that was one of the things that led me to, quote, failure, I guess, because I didn't think about the main goal. I just thought about, yeah, I just want to sell something, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, that's a good start, but didn't get me that far. By the way, if we're talking about like the idea and stuff, where did you get the idea from playing cards and phone cases? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't tell you that story or didn't tell them that story. But uh, Alex can. Alex is uh, behind the camera today. He can talk about it as well. But in the very beginning, I learned about dropshipping through a video from Shopify. And I couldn't have... Uh, I had no clue what to sell and I didn't go looking for like Amazon, like top uh, sold products at the time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just thought, yeah, playing um, phone cases because everyone sold phone cases, right? And I was like, sure, let's do it. Cause I w- but I wasn't sure yet, but I wanted to have uh, partners as well. So I asked Alex and another friend of mine and we, we had this meeting. And we we were looking through the products at Oberlo, like the the place where you could drop ship. And Alex pointed out these playing cards that look cool. And I was like, yeah, the only th- the only way we can kind of make that work to have both of them would be to have only playing cards and only phone cases and make that kind of like a joke, right? Because I. Uh, the last thing I wanted was to put everything from the store into that one because then it would just become AliExpress and no yeah. one would go there. Yeah. Right? I felt like that was a mistake. So I knew that much. But uh, it was pretty much... I thought of um, a product before and then we found another one and it was kind of supposed to be a joke and we didn't play it. Well, at least I didn't play it that well. And then after two weeks, they just dropped out. And I keep kept going. All right, okay. <laughs> that's the story of the business in the beginning, at least. Cool. Okay, that that's it. I mean, not much else to talk about. All right, uh, shall we talk about some stories then? Yeah. All right, the first one that I got here. This is um, well, maybe Alex can pick it up on the computer as well. Uh, say hello, Alex. Wait, mic on. Hello. <laughs> he said All hello. Right. Okay. This first one. 
I feel like this is interesting, at least to me. Google acquiring Fitbit. Mm-hmm. First of all, do you know what Fitbit is? Yeah. Alex, watch, you. right? It's a brand that makes like... Um, like well, they start with like step like, trackers, yeah. right? It's like, kind of like a running thing. Yeah, it's no, a training like a, thing. Yeah. It's a training uh, kind of bracelet thing. They, they have many bracelets. Mm-hmm. All right. 2.1 billion. 2.1 billion. All right, thanks for that. That's the price that Google... I think it's uh, Google is acquiring... All Fitbit. cash. Oh, what? Wow. All cash. It's an all cash deal that values Fitbit at 2.1 billion. Damn, okay. All right, yeah, it's the value. I don't know if they bought it yet. But uh, I feel like that's interesting because it brings up a conversation on if that's beneficial to us as consumers mm-hmm. or not or is it only beneficial to businesses or to everybody else because think about it if, you, if companies are buying each other then there's going to be less competition mm-hmm. and possibly less innovation but at the same time because those companies have more money they can inject more money into those projects fueling more innovation so it's hard to tell Right? Yeah. It depend it really depends on the market you're talking about. But if we concentrate on Google and Fitbit, mm-hmm. what do you think about those two perspectives? I mean, if you think of Fitbit as a company, yeah. Like right now, I think um when so when Google buys Fitbit, right? Yeah. Um actually owns the company, then they're gonna like influence it, right? They're gonna like sure. make new products and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they obviously have more money. To put sure. into it, so I definitely think it will. Um, it will be good for Fitbit, like in- short term at least, and then long term. I don't know. Google might want to. Um, I don't know. Turn Fitbit into more like a smartwatch, like with display and stuff. Because I've seen. Sure. I don't know. Fitbit. It's like the thin ones, right? Yeah. 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 And I don't know. If Fitbit but it's not might- very evolved. It's not like an yeah, Apple exactly. Watch. So right-, right now, I think it will definitely benefit the company. That Google's yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, but then in the long run, maybe Google wants to, you know, maybe you know, like for example, have displays on the watch, you know, sure. bigger displays. I think and they're fi- gonna add unnecessary things. Like people buy the Fitbit because it's like simple. Yeah, they buy because it it's like that could be. Yeah, but like if we watch now Apple then- in a ring with Alexa in it, like they're gonna start going into unnecessary places. Fitbit. Is good now. It's working. People like it because it is so small. Mm-hmm. They don't want like an Apple Watch. Yeah. And they might want to change it, Google. That's the thing. Yeah. And then maybe Fitbit wants to do something else. What's in Google? It depends it. on the deal as well. Yeah. Okay, they might yeah. have more uh, authority okay, over their own product. Product. That's true. Think I'm talking generally. Nest, for example, do you know Nest? Yeah. Yeah. Nest was bought by Google as well. Okay. Yeah, and uh, they have some stuff together, but it's mainly only Nest, mm. right? It's net. It's Google Nest, but it's Nest. Yeah, but I'm talking like generally speaking. I think when a company buys another company, obviously the company that buys the other one mm. has more say. Sure. You know, okay, it depends yeah, on yeah. like what kind, but they usually have the final word, right? Alex, yeah. can you pass me the word? So uh, it depends. Yes, yes, um, I can. It, so I think in the long run, it depends. You know, the other one, the other. one company might want something, and then the other company might want something else. So then it could be difficult, you know, but I think in the short term uh, or yeah, short term, short term, uh, it would probably benefit the company.
Okay. Since Google can put more money into it. Long term is always kind of hard to foresee. Oh, like, yeah, of course. Exactly. It depends on mm. the consumerism if a different company pops up with something yeah. else. Short term, yeah. Like within the five years, they might make it better. They might make it worse. In 10 years, who knows? We don't even use Fitbit anymore. No. Yeah. But the main conversation I want to focus on as well is consumers. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's going to be better or worse or the same? Because it's neutral. Neutral. Yeah. I call it neutral. This, yeah, it's hard to say uh, as well, right? Because obviously Google has a lot of experience with customers, right? Of course. So, I don't think they would put something out on the market that's bad. No, but that's not what I mean. Well, what I, I disagree there. Like Google fucks up quite often. Like all companies, they, okay, they, all they companies put something out do. that's really good, mm -hmm. but nobody actually likes it because it's like not. Okay, but I don't think like Google would put something out that's like terribly. No, no, like, they want to put out something product, like shitty know? quality. Yeah, exactly. So I think they would still, because now I think it's fairly neutral within the Fitbit community or whatever you want to call it. And I think it's the same within Google. Okay, so guys, guys, no, do you disagree? Like, I see where you're coming from, mm -hmm. but I think that like they might, Alex, just a little closer to the microphone. Don't I worry. I think that they might just uh, kind of like if they keep it the way it is now. Like yeah, they can like make change the system so it's more accurate and stuff like that. But you don't really need yeah. to change the Fitbit. Yeah, and as you said, yeah, yeah, as you said before, like it's very hard to know like how it's if it's gonna be beneficial in the in the long run. Um, so that's why I think it's also hard to see. But I think now I don't think they would change that much that would make the consumers, you know, unhappy with the product. So but, I think it would still be pretty neutral. Yeah, uh, I feel like the the difference that could be made because it, it's hard to to give a, a like a specific answer for this, but I feel like if they buy that company like if any company buys another company that's less competition mm -hmm. and usually competition drives innovation because think about it if a company uh is competing against another company to get more sales they need a better product than the other company so they're going to improve that product that they already have to be uh, winning on the race right and now when this company buys that company then they might be less uh, inclined to innovate mm -hmm. because of that. Yeah. But at the same time, like I talked about before, the company uh, that bought it might inject more money because there are still other companies in the market. Mm -hmm. The real problem lies if all of the companies are bought yeah. by one company or two, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like an oligopoly. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to say. Hard to say. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I feel like that's the the conversation that's to be had. Yeah, Anything? but I still I still think it's gonna be neutral. I don't think it's gonna be yeah. Like if I if we had to guess, yeah, around that, I guess. Mm -hmm. I feel like Google, at least in those types of product projects, they actually have pretty good autonomy within themselves. But Google they Home sucks. Google <laughs> Home. <laughs> <laughs> Google Home sucks. Like the voice recognition doesn't work. No, so no, no. Look, isn't it, that your favorite one, Nick? No, it's better than Alexa. Yes, and they're both kind of shit. Okay. For what we have now, it's the best. Yeah, but I would rather not have it. 
okay okay uh wait wasn't it to- yeah this is the next one that i have here uh it was a story about voice systems or voice first whatever you want to call it uh and privacy right it was an article about how uh you are able to actually block those devices from recording any transcripts of your conversations now uh well apparently at least a human is not going to look through them right because every time you say alexa they record it from that point on not before but at the same time it's uh, it's hard to say if they're not recording before right because uh it has, has to, to hear alexa it has, right. to, like, it has to hear alexa it has exactly. to listen so it's listening always yeah, so no, but how it, much does it actually record? Is yeah, acor- according to the company, it's listening but not recording. Mm-hmm. I call it bullshit. <laughs> it's it's really hard to say, but it's. A, I mean, it's hard to prove. It's a question of privacy. Mm. But would you rather? And this is a question for everybody, right? Every consumer. Would you rather have a more convenient life or a more private life? I don't know if the Alexa makes it more convenient. No, but that's the that's the main goal. And in the future, like, think about it. Like, I five, pretty five easily years easily without Alexa. I prefer not having Alexa. It's just it's kind of okay. Cool. Yeah. Now think about that. You maybe twenty years ago would say, yeah, maybe thirty years ago, I survived pretty decently without a cell phone. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna call you up on that and say. How much has the Alexa and Google Home improved your life? Okay. Um, what can you do with it that I cannot do with my cell phone? Okay. Before I answer that, before I answer that, think about it. Five years ago, do you think that anyone would uh, think that we would get that far in, in this short amount of time? That far in what? That far in cars? You, you don't, no, I mean in voice. voice like Alexa and Google. We had Siri. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's what. Or like your voice assistant, I think it who, was called. Yeah. Who? Who? Do you use Siri? Yeah, all the time. Actually. Yeah. I know nobody that uses. Yeah. yeah Siri. Really? No. Yeah. I don't, I don't use know Siri. Anybody. Yeah, I don't know Siri. Siri is the worst one from the I mean, big three. I use it as a shortcut. Okay. For example, I would try. I would try. Like, hey Siri, call mom. You don't have it activated. No, it is. It really? Is? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Siri no, I use serious fucking shit. I use Siri no as offense, Apple. I use Siri as a shortcut. Like for example, if I'm on the bike, you know, sure. I just hold down the like the button, center button, uh, on my headset, and then it's like, hey, call Nick. Or yeah, whatever, exactly, you know? exactly. Because then I don't have to pull out my phone. Or like at home, I like smart lights, and then before I leave, it's like, hey, Siri, turn off my lights, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, that's, that's more of a comfortability thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to. You can manually turn off your lights. Okay. Yeah, no, but it, it like, how, how yeah. hard is it to look, your finger? Look, no, but Alex, Alex, because then you know, it's the same I conversation. The it's bridge. the same conversation. You can you can say that about anything. If we use the example of the the cell phone again, right? You could always say, hey, you can you can go to your neighbor's place and talk to him. Yeah, but what if I want to reach someone in a different country? You like, can travel if- to them. Right? Okay, Nick, and but where, it's, that, where does, it's, no, 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 where does my that point, money come from? My point is that it's a lot easier 
if you call them. Not the same. I don't think that you can compare the having a phone or not and having voice control in your house or not. I think that's, no, that's voice two control, completely different. I feel like that's that's only the case because it's the very beginning of it. No, yeah, yeah. But since that's the stage we're in right now, you can't draw the conclusion that, hey, okay, you don't want to have voice control. Same thing as having not having a phone. You can't, no, you I can't think uh, do the, the, phone, the opposite like, either. You can't mm. say that it's not going to happen. No, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying that's a shit like thing right now. No, I, I feel like it's very possible by the way it's evolving. Because uh, I'm not saying that's not going to happen. 10 years ago, it's so different. I think a phone is pretty much the same thing as like a Google Assistant. It's just that it's more convenient. It's like you use voice, uh, like your voice for shortcuts. And then that's another question, like how accurate or how good it is. But you no, can do the same no, thing. No, like you no. can say, hey, Alexa, call home, right? Sure. Or something you can call home from your phone, right? Yeah. I can turn off my lights through if I would have Alexa. Yeah. Or uh, Alexa through my phone, by the, yeah. by the way. Yeah, no, but I, I, at least for me, because I have a bunch of these at home, mm -hmm. they're very convenient. For example, uh, there's one with a screen at the, the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Now, if we want a recipe to follow, we we ask for the recipe and it displays the recipe there. We don't even have to touch our phones to to put next step. See, that's that's what I'm saying. That's not necessary in life. That is not unnecessary. No, it's not necessary, but it's it it helps. It helps yeah, of course. Well, that's that's convenient. Convenient. Or like search up on like. Yeah, but it is more convenient. No, but yeah, Alex, like, that, that's the point. That's the point. You pay for convenience. Yeah, you do the same thing. You can look it up. You can have a book, you know. Con but it's convenience. Sorry. You pay for it, in my opinion. Yeah, okay, convenience so is never about something you need. It's so, uh, something that makes something easier. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's your what's your thought on then how uh, the decline in like how because kids right now they can't use a some don't even know how to use a pen. Sure, a pen and pencil. Mm -hmm. Good or bad? Okay, that's another thing. Yeah, I think like convenience and like the actual education it's like if they start using voice and stuff you know the that's two different things i think in your home being able to use like alexa it's convenient you know mm. it helps out in life or for example any smart your, assistant your phone your phone is convenient mm -hmm. it's yeah all about although i still think you need to be able to write you know, yeah, like pen it's a uh, paper it's also an interesting conversation which i don't have a, an answer for mm -hmm that uh, I actually heard about this one too, which was that people nowadays, uh, when they, they're asked to remember something and like something is measured, I don't remember how they measured it, but it's more like if, uh, if I ask you a question, what your brain remembers is not the answer. It's no, it's how to find the answer on your phone, for example. So instead of thinking, uh, I don't know, a random question. Give me a question. Like, what's the circumference of the earth? Yeah, I remember typing that on Google uh, instead of thinking, hey, that's times pi, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Do you know the radius? I don't, I don't know yeah. the radius of the earth. Uh, the, diameter, the, the diameter is like 12,000. No. Why do you know that? Okay, never mind. <laughs> no, I don't know. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, but that, yeah, that's also an interesting conversation because uh, how far do we take convenience? Mm. 
But then, but then again, it's hard to say because if we don't let go from some things, we we never really get far. Yeah. Although I still think that like Siri, especially Siri, but like Alexa and Google Home and stuff like that, are still in like the early phases of oh, development. Totally. I feel like because sometimes smartphones are in the early yeah, phases. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, because sometimes they can be like less convenient to have. Like for example, Nick, remember you tried to open the garage and it like yeah. said like yeah no like, of course no 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 we're like stuck in here. Yeah, not like, arguing it's out. the most convenient thing yet. Yeah, I'm just arguing but that it it could very well be the if it, new if it works as cell it phone. should. It definitely yeah. is more convenient. All I'm saying is that yeah, it might be more convenient later, but in today's society, as we are right now in this second, it's more convenient to have the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Alexa. That's that's not what I'm saying. That, that's literally not what I'm arguing for. I'm saying that from the looks of it, it looks like this because of the scale that it can get is gonna be more convenient than using your phone. Because think about it, definitely. you you can uh, you can do more stuff at the same time, and that's all all about that. That's what convenience is about. You and me have been arguing two different things. Because from the start, I've said, yeah, it's going to become bigger later. Yeah. But we've got to talk about it as it is now, not the future. Because hell, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but I, I was talking about the future. Yeah, that's what I mean. You and me are having two different conversations. Although I still think it's more convenient now to have an Alexa. I would argue that. I, I feel like it's... I depends think... on the task, but yeah. Yeah, okay, depends on the task, but let's say I like... I play music. Or it's a lot more. Okay, let's say music, let's say like lights, and let's say like the garage, right? Yes. If you want to control like those things, maybe like the recipe or whatever, it's like, sure, I think Alexa is more convenient in the. Mm -hmm. if, yeah. Um, and okay, sometimes it can fail, you know, and it's like doesn't work, and then you have to pull out your phone. But I think on average, it probably takes less time with Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, I feel so too. Mm -hmm. no, I think so too, yeah. But it's it's a conversation to be had, because um, if we, I feel like those innovations are d dangerous in a sense. But at the same time, it's uh, we have to look because the example that Alex gave, like not knowing how to write, for mm -hmm. example, or it's or not using, common. Not yeah, 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 of course, yeah, of course, of course. No, but I get your point. Mm -hmm. Like uh, even the example that I gave, right? And uh, and there's a point when we have to know when to let go mm -hmm. and what to let go from, right? Because in the future, mo um, let, let's just be hypothetical now, right? In the future, there could be a point where people are, have, uh, are so intertwined with technology that they don't need to think about the answer. They just need to think about how to get the answer because they quote know the answer because they're connected right mm -hmm. and uh we are uh like we are connected now um the the only main difference is that our phones are still physically outside our bodies but they're so much more connected than they were in the past yeah to what i agree so it's yeah it's hard to say but it's uh yeah like writing those things, I don't think it's, uh, I think it's bad to be too conservative. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it definitely helps out in life, but I don't think we should rely on it. Mm -hmm. And I think there are, or I think it's proven as well that there are 
um, benefits. Yeah, for example, writing things down. I remember them. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's proven or is it just... I, I think, uh, well, you can't say it's proven, but I think it has been demonstrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or at least I... So personally. Yeah. And... If I get a very, very, maybe... Maybe I can call it mundane example mm-hmm. of this, which is also technology. Right. Let's say when... Uh, um, humans start using weapons instead of their fists, for example, mm-hmm. more whatever it is, you could argue at that time that they, they could um, lose the ability of fighting without weapons. Mm-hmm. But did we? Not really. Right? Or, um, um, for example, radio and TV. The same story. It's still used. It's just used less or in a different way. Think about it. Some people could, uh, if they came from the past, they could call this podcast a form of radio right yeah sure. that you listen to on your phone of course real radio is still on cars and stuff but it's used less and real fighting is usually used less and um for sure than in the past like we're talking about warfare real fighting or are we talking about real fighting as a sport because no no like, I, i'm neither sport has never been bigger neither i'm I was going to get there. What I was going to say is that fighting, which could have been uh, something that you had to use to survive, now is something that's uh, either used for warfare or mainly as a sport. It also depends on where in the world. Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm I'm talking in a very general sense, generally. Okay? But that's the point I'm trying to make. (laughs) So that's it. It's a very... Like, it's always that technology pushing us forward and us trying to let go from other stuff. But we're never going to truly let go, which is good. Because we're going to keep what we learn. And we keep improving. All right, that's another one. Uh, can we do a last one? All right, let's do a short one. Uh, let's see. Uh, which one do you want? I'm looking for it. There's algae as the solution to climate change yeah virtual reality and climate change AI. ai integration into our society our robots taking over our jobs okay let, let's do ai we'll talk about algae some other day all right ai you looked at that article yeah, tell me about it. It. Uh, the reason to why i thought it was interesting is because i've heard a lot of people i guess you can say complain like, oh, AI is going to take over our jobs. Sure, or, or technology take... in general. Yeah, exactly. Technology is going to take over our jobs. You know, we're not going to have any jobs. And it was actually pretty interesting when I was reading the article because the the title was actually... What's it exactly? Um, robots are... Or AI... Are robots taking over our jobs? Hmm. From why? Uh, yo, Alex, can you read the title? Like the original one? It's one from Wired. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it? AI may not kill your job. Just change yeah, it. That's it. Don't yeah, fear that's... the robots, according to a report from MIT and IBM. Worry about algorithms replacing any task that can be automated. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, when, when this is like, oh, robots are going to take over. I don't think they're going to take over. I, I actually... Uh, I was watching this guy on YouTube. 
um and he's in the medical field dr mike i don't know if you watch yeah him. i know you i know watch who him? he is no yeah. i don't watch him regularly okay. but no anyway is. he's in the medical field you know he is studies sure. studied medicine now he works at a hospital and um w- one thing that for example um within like in the medical field mm-hmm. one thing that robots can't um, change or one thing that they can't replace is the actual like the interactions with humans because as we mentioned before there's always like emotional side to um to people and at least now ai can't really no they they don't know what humans feel yeah Uh, okay they might be in the early stages of developing that but they but according to dr mike at least and i think i think this is how it's going to be in the future i don't think they're ever going to be as good as humans no. to understand like what the patient is actually experiencing and yeah how yeah. they feel i feel like we don't even have to go that specific mm-hmm. with that i feel like it's much like the other idea we were talking about it's technology just period right um there is a motion actually uh in debate the next uh, the next debate championship that alex is a part of as well and um it's gonna be my first one one of the motions is about that. It's about um, if technology are going to take over jobs, pretty much. And the argument that can be made is that, uh, well, technology in the past has helped us, right? Alex, you, you'll fill me in as well. I know you've, you no, guys no, been not preparing like, it. The thing that you're debating about yeah. is that like, you as the side of the government would aggressively limit companies' ability to replace labor with technology. Sure. Yeah, replacing labor with technology, right? So one way to look at it, at least uh, in my view, is that uh, technology usually helps us uh, with goals. Just like we talked about, like we can define technology as anything that we create. Maybe that's too broad, but whatever. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Right, Uh, weapons, or maybe you can just talk about TV and radio. You can talk about phones and voice and uh, TV and phones, whatever it is, right? And um, all the other stuff that came before are still here. They're just used less, right? And uh, another uh, point as well, I was talking to one of my friends that's always also going to that debate, was that the economic side, that if you don't have humans working on those jobs, the economy simply does not work right mm-hmm. uh, it needs human humans to make money mm-hmm. so they can spend money yeah if they don't do that then there is no economy gotcha okay so that's uh really poking into the roots of it mm-hmm. okay what do you think i mean as i mentioned you know i don't think ai there are always like specific elements to like a job that you can't really replace I think it's definite. It's different in um, within like every career or every field. Um, but for example, when I worked at Volvo, there are a lot of things. If you compare it, they had pictures from like, you know, nineteen hundreds when mm-hmm. they started. You know, and you could see it's like how much they have developed, how many more machines there are yeah. now, how much more the machines help it's, uh, um, humans. It's the jobs like maybe like psychiatrists in them. Mm-hmm. We have to like read and understand. Yeah, I think that would be like, definitely connection. difficult. Those to... are the ones that you can't. Yeah, 
But for example, at Volvo, there was a lot of like heavy lifting. You know, you know, yeah. you need to lift yeah. this car. Alex, you need to put it there. Closer to the, the I'm a lawyer. Like I checked it out. Like a teacher has a really low chance of getting replaced. Lawyers have really low chances of getting replaced. Psychiatrists and stuff like that. Anyone that has to yeah. have a human contact, mm -hmm. like emotional human contact, it's harder to replace. Mm -hmm. I feel AI. like at, at some point we might get there, right? And we might get there, mm. but maybe. But I feel like I feel like it's gonna take so long that at that point there are gonna be so many other jobs, yeah, and so many other people prepared for those different mm -hmm. jobs that it's not gonna ma matter anymore. Yeah, right? in the end, the economy is gonna correct itself by creating new jobs. Yeah, I mean, before I think, like for example, like I don't know, like two hundred years ago, it's like you. you you didn't like go to school and it's like says like oh I'm gonna be like I don't know like engineer you know sure <laughs> that was not a typical job but then when like I don't know now it might be yeah. fairly mm. common you know exactly but it's not like I don't think there was like a huge dilemma uh -huh. when uh, when robots or electricity came into play more or less think about uh, farmers when a lot of people that were like laborers mm -hmm. in farms were substituted for tractors mm -hmm. and other machines. They weren't happy. Yeah, that's right? true. But if you if you went up to them and you said, "Hey, you can just become an engineer and make those machines," mm -hmm. they'll just laugh at your face. Or it's the same thing. Just yeah. to finish, same thing with uh, saying that like those people working at factories, mm -hmm. being engineers, whatever. Uh, they should become programmers, mm -hmm. right? Okay. They're, they're like, they're going to laugh at your face, but in many years, it's mm -hmm. probably going to happen. Okay, but that's maybe like switching careers and stuff, but maybe they could use technology to their advantage. For example, they could they drive don't. these, uh, you know, trucks or whatever yeah. and make, you know, farming way more efficient. Yeah, yeah, I for, for sure. Feel, but I think that it's it's natural. It's a natural development. Yeah. And I think, I don't think it's going to be like a huge dilemma. I think there's always like, oh, it's like these people are like, the, for example, it's like, you know, when uh, machines came into play with it and like the like farming, for Farms, example, yeah. um, you know, they might be like, oh, they're taking over jobs, like whatever. Yeah. But it, it went to the city. truly makes the job way more efficient. Yeah. Yeah, truly. And it, it helps, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah. I feel like it's inevitable. Yeah. And definitely. Uh, I feel like it's n not not going to happen double negative. Mm -hmm. And yeah. That's it. Alex, anything else to add? <laughs> Walk to the microphone. <laughs> no. Thanks. All right. <laughs> All right. Great. That was about it. Guys, uh, thanks for listening. I feel like that those were a couple new stories and uh, just catching up on the last podcast that I talked mm -hmm. about. And uh, yeah. Oh, thank you for coming, David. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for tuning in, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Alex, for uh, actually controlling all the stuff. And the commentary and i'll see you guys next week yeah catch you next time goodbye bye